Welcome to episode seven of the Authoritative Coach Podcast with me, your host, Chris Marr. Last week, we talked about beginnings. This week, we're talking about endings. So in this episode, we're going to look at two main types of endings, ending sessions with clients and ending projects or relationships with clients. I've got a ton of questions, a ton of ideas to share with you. I hope you get a ton of value from this. Let's get into it. So in last week's episode, we talked about beginning, specifically the start of the client relationship, right? I'll share with you some questions that we can use to strengthen that relationship. And I've got a lot for you on beginnings. In this episode, though, I really want to switch towards endings. And when I'm working with my coaches and with the clients I work with, and I'm reviewing calls, which is a practice that we all want to get into, either watching our own calls or watching the calls of our colleagues and peers, giving them feedback and learning from and what they do, is if I get a call that's like an hour long, I'm only going to do the first five minutes and the last five minutes. Or we do first five, last five, or first two, last two. The reason for that is because 80% of the things that we want to learn and improve on are in the beginnings and the endings of the call, right? How we start the call, how we get ahead of problems before they become problems, how we set the conditions for success, but also how we end calls as well, right? And how we make sure that next steps are clear and we finish in a strong place, even on a, on a high as well, right? So there's lots to learn from just skipping the middle and just looking at the beginnings and the endings. And so I want to talk about endings in this episode. I've got a lot of things to share with you, questions that you can use. Uh, one of the things that I found throughout my career is that once you learn the techniques about how to use questions well, oftentimes it's just about figuring out what questions I want to use. And then you can let your training sort of take hold of how to dig in to get the answers that you're looking for from people. And so I'm going to give you a lot of questions, questions that you can put into your coaching, your leadership, your management uh, toolbox, things that you can use as and when you need them. And I'll break them down for you. So there's quite a lot in this episode that I want to share with you. Um, but first of all, let's, let's shine a light on endings, things that can go wrong in endings. And I'm going to speak somewhat in absolutes. So what I mean by that is, well, you might be listening to this like, well, Chris, there's probably other ways to do this. Yes, it probably is. And so what I want you to do is just sort of catch a vision. I'm not, what I'm, so really what I'm sharing with you here is just like, this is how I do it. Here's the, the mindset that's behind it. Here's the questions that I use. I'm not making this up. Like the stuff that I share with you on the podcast is stuff that I actually do do well and successfully and it works. Um, it's up to you to interpret it in a way of which you can make it work for yourself. Right? Everybody's different in the way that they communicate. So I urge you to pick apart what I'm saying here. Don't question it because it works for me, but think about how you can make it work for you. Okay. So let's look at endings and think about, there's this big question for me, which is, well, what typically goes wrong in endings? And this could be the end of a session, a single meeting with a client. Um, it could be the end of a relationship. Those are the two main things, two main threads I'm pulling on in this episode. Um, and so what goes wrong? What are the mistakes that we make? Uh, why do we allow these things to happen? And so there's a, a list of things that I certainly think are the areas that we need to focus on. Part of doing or part of sharing this stuff with you is not just to give you more stuff to use. But actually, so you can see the problems as well. So oftentimes when I do get communication coaching with client-facing professionals, leaders, coaches, it's they don't know what they don't know. And so they're not even seeing the problems. So hopefully what this does as well is it actually shines a light on the areas where you can get better. And so this is about using this stuff to improve what you're doing 
change things, develop it, strengthen it. So the things that go wrong are things like in endings, especially it's like, we just don't have them. So the calls just run to the end and then we say bye and that's it done. Um, and the reason for that is, is, of course, we don't make time for them because we don't know that they're important. So what happens is we try to squeeze in as much as possible. That could be for a lot of reasons. Maybe we're trying to prove ourselves to our clients when add in as much value as possible. Actually, something about being a great coach and a great facilitator is knowing what not to do as well. Now, so we don't have them. We don't make time for them. Um, here's another thing that goes wrong as well is that your call runs over by a few minutes and your client is the one that tells you that they need to go. That's like, that is not good. We don't, that's not an ideal state at all. We want to make sure as the client facing professional, as the facilitator, as the leads, we want to make sure we finish on time and that we're the ones that decide when things are ending. Um, if the, and if the client is the one that's saying, I've got a goal, we've run over, then you know that you've let that happen and that's not where we want to be. Okay, so that can happen a lot of times and that's not good. So we want to be, if we're going to be the professionals that we are, we say when it's ending and we make sure we know what next steps look like and that that's clear. Um, so we end, there's, so when we, when we run to the end and we don't actually make time for a proper ending, we have no time to reflect on what's just happened. We have no time to check in with the client so they understand what next steps look like. We don't even know if they're like perfectly clear on what just happened. They might then go on to have things, doubts, concerns, ambiguous thoughts in their minds that kind of leads to a lack of confidence, perhaps, in the process that we're doing. Like, where are we? What are we doing? What is next? What are we? Should be I'm not clear, right? So we want to make sure there's clarity there. And and then I think just even thinking about how important we know how important beginnings are, but how important endings are for the work that we're doing with our clients. And so um, let's see what we can do to make things better. I'll tell you a couple of stories here as well. And specifically, one that came up recently was. Chris, how do you know that people in your coaching sessions are getting value from the work that you're doing together? Okay, so this is perhaps the most common way I wrap up sessions with groups and individuals. Of course, the reason I know that people are getting value from the work that we're doing is because I ask them. Right? I mean, it couldn't be any more obvious, right? Of course I ask them, right? How do I do this? So it's not at the end of every single session, but I do try to make time for this question as much as possible to wrap up my sessions. And even if I've got like 10 people on a call and I've only got five minutes, I'll at least get two or three or four people to address a similar question like this to allow those people the opportunity to articulate what's on their mind at the end of our sessions, right? So these questions could be things like, what's the one thing that you're taking away from this session today? What's been the single most useful lesson or insight for you today? What's one thing that you're going to implement immediately following this session today? What's been the single greatest insight from our time together today? A question like that facilitated, of course, is going to help people to reflect on what they've just done over this last hour or this last however many, how much time you've been together uh, and, and speak to it, right? Share it. This is the thing. They're going to think back, reflect. What did we cover? What was the most useful thing? And then articulate it. More likely to remember it, more likely to do something with it, um, and more likely to carry it with them. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, Chris, but what if they have nothing to share when I ask a question like that? And Trust me, you've got nothing to fear here because my experience across literally thousands of hours of coaching is that no one has never not answered this question. Uh, they've never not had anything to share at the end of a session. And even there's even times where it's like not, not something that I did in the session. It's just an idea that came to them whilst we were working together. There's always something, especially if you've set the conditions 
for people to learn in your session. So this, this is one of the most common ways to wrap up a session. What's been the most useful for you today um, to get people to articulate the value that they've had from the session. So, and I love it. I love listening to and, and hearing what people have learned at the end of the sessions. There's always something valuable even in it for me. So we've got to take the time to do this. This is one of the major lessons in this whole episode is knowing that I'm going to have to, in this hour or 45 minutes or however much time I've got with a client, I'm going to have to take a portion of that time at the end to make sure I finish well, right? So what does that look like for you? When can you have these conversations? How are you going to make sure these, 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 these conversations happen and they happen well, not in a rushed way, but you're actually deliberately taking time for it, okay? So that's one way. I'm going to share many others with you. Um, so let's skip to, initially, let's skip to another situation. So that's like the end of specific sessions, okay? So this could be in the middle of a client project. It could be any time, really, you're checking in on the value that they're getting, the insights that they had. Now, what if, though, it's the end of an actual project or the end of a client relationship, for example? How do you have a good ending here? So I'm a They Ask You Answer coach. Well, it was in my previous role. Um, that's my, that was my whole job was to coach organizations to be successful with They Ask You Answer. And of course, what, well, a big part of our value proposition is that sometime in the future, you're going to need, not need me anymore because I've coached you to do this yourself. And so there's always going to be an ending. And so what does that ending look like? And so I recently had a final coaching call with a client. It's a small, small business. There were three or four people on the call. And these are the questions that I asked them at the end of the session to get a sense of where they've been, how they've grown, and what's next. And so there's seven questions here. I'm just going to read them out real quick here to give you a sense of like how that conversation took shape. So I'm thinking, just to give you a bit behind the scenes here, I'm like, this is our last call. What is it I need to check in on? So the things I'm thinking of as a coach are, what did they learn? What's been the bit, the, like the, the accomplishments that they're most proud of in this work that we've done together? Make sure they don't feel any remorse or regret or resentment about the time that we've spent together or the money they've spent on this program. Make sure that we bring about all the good things that have come from this. And then I also want to make sure that the work that we've done isn't going to go to waste. In other words, they're going to continue to do this work into the future as well. So the questions I'm asking here are, in what ways is the company different now than it was when we started? What are you most proud of? What's been your greatest achievement? What's something that you learned about yourself? That's a question that can bring about some real emotional self-discovery. I find myself getting quite emotional seeing the professional and personal growth of individuals. Number five, what could cause you to fail here as you go forward and undo all this great work that we've done? So I'm waiting to like project into the future. What needs to continue to be true over the next few months to make sure this work sticks? So I'm thinking like, how are you going to, what's the sort of rituals and the activities and the meetings that you're going to be having? And going forward, what do you consider to be your top three priorities? So those are the, that's, the, that's a facilitation of a conversation. There's no slide deck, there's no presentation. It's a discussion between the, these leaders that I'm working with. And so I'm thinking to myself here, what does a really great ending look like? How do I send them on their way on a high, ready, empowered, confident, ready to go. And in an ideal world, these endings are planned. They're designed by me. They're planned by me. And it's part of the, the whole client experience. Knowing that, knowing this, I think you all know this to be true as well, is that clients are likely to come back to us in the future for something else, right? So this is not the end of a relationship. It's just the end of the work together at this moment in time. 
And so we want to spend that time and take that time to craft a really great ending. And so that's what that's all about. So, so far in this episode, I'm going to share a little bit more with you before we wrap up is we've got ends of sessions and I give you one sort of like one uh, type of question that you can use there that could be said in many different ways and then ending actual relationships with clients as well or ending the project that we're working on there too. And so what that might look like, for example, is let's say you've got um, nine calls in the part of your program, you want to add a 10th one in. Um, or make the ninth one a final one where you're not actually doing any work. You're just recapping the work that you've done. So think about how you're adding these things, making time for these endings um, so you can really send them off feeling good about the work that we've done. So I'm going to spend just a few minutes here giving you some extra guidance here on endings. So let's just look at the elements of what I'm talking about today. So this is all about asking better questions deliberately making time to wrap up well, right? Wrap up the session, wrap up the relationship, wrap up the work. And, you know, thinking about, I think this is a really key one is, what is it, what's something that you should be doing as a client professional? What's something that the client should be doing for the client? And one of those, to give you an example of that broadly is, how much thinking am I doing? So as a coach, and you might not see yourself as a coach, you might call yourself a coach, but the skill set that I'm trying to teach in these podcast episodes is very much comes from a coaching place. And so every single one of us should be trying to think about how we can use coaching skills in our work is how much thinking am I doing? How much thinking is the client doing? And if I think that, if I feel like I'm having to do a lot of the thinking here and I want to try and get some of that over to the client side to get them thinking, right? That's what it's all about. Let's get them thinking, challenging themselves, allowing them to grow. Um, and so here's a few examples of that. And again, this is a place where you might be like, I disagree with Chris, I wouldn't do it like that. Fine. It's not about agreeing with me. It's about seeing a different perspective. So um, let's have a look at some of these. Um, so a good example of this actually is at the end of a session, some what I've heard feedback from other client professionals is, is that they take time to summarize the session. So what if though you asked one of your clients in the group that you're working with to summarize the session, right? So Think about the difference that is. They have to reflect back and articulate all the things that we did. So it'd be maybe something like, so Chris, how would you summarize the work that we've done? How would you summarize the last 60 minutes that we've spent together? Right? Get the client thinking. Get the thinking over to them. Um, so that's a, a good example of that. There's a few other things that you might want to think about. Especially, this might be a question that you might use more at the beginning. Like maybe since your first session, you might say something like, is there anything unclear about what we've covered today? Do you have any concerns about the work that we're doing? Is there anything you felt that was have been important for cover or you expected that we might cover today that we didn't cover, right? Those are good examples of questions that you can use when you're trying to check in on clarity and confidence and those are going to bring about the answers that you're looking for there. Another controversial one perhaps that comes out is at the end of sessions saying, thank you for your time, right? So people might want to express gratitude but the way to do that from a coaching perspective is to say thank you for your time because the expectation is, is that we turn up and do the work. So that's expected. We don't want to say thank you for things that are really expected of us. So instead, what I would do is move towards uh, dictating the quality of what just happened. So a good example of that, if you truly believe it, is to instead of saying thank you for your time, you say that was a really great use of our time, to, great session, really looking forward to seeing you next Tuesday. 
it still feels good and you're but you're not saying thank you for something as expected plus you're dictating what good looks like and that's another big thing that's on us as the client facing professional because we've done this so many times we know what good looks like and we get to dictate the standard that was good we're off track we're on track we decide and so here's a here's a list of things that you should probably be doing as a client's facing professional and not expecting the client to do and or not allowing the client to do at all. Next steps. So we dictate what next steps look like. And here's what happens next on the program. We dictate what good looks like or what not good looks like. Because we've done this so many times, we have to be the ones that set the standard, set the bar. Um, we dictate what on track, off track looks like. So we have to bring it up. We know we're not in a good position in terms of leading the client through the journey, if the client is telling you that there's a problem, we should be the ones that are bringing up the problem. If the client's bringing up the problem, we've left it far too long and it's too late. We need to be the ones that bring it up. Similar to having calls run on, we should be the ones that are ending calls. We should be the ones that are telling the, the client if there's problems. Okay, we bring it up. We know it's happening, so we bring it up. We don't avoid it. Um, we're always many steps ahead of the client as well. So this is really key. This is like one of the things that makes us really valuable as client-facing professionals is, is that we know what's next and we know that we have to set them up for success in this journey that they're on as well. So we have to get many steps ahead of them and make sure that they're set up for success. And those are the things that are on us as coaches, as leaders, as client-facing professionals. And so... There's other things that you can do here, though. This is the last, this last piece here. A few extra little questions that you can use that are sort of sit in the middle of this between dictating and having the client self-discover, perhaps, is a sort of a bit about collaboration. So, and accountability too. And we've talked a lot about accountability. I think episode two, one and two are really about accountability. If you want to go back to those episodes, this really is. So, for example, let's say we've, we've done all our work and we've agreed what we should be doing. You might want to check in with the client at the end and say, oh, okay, so let's go around the room. I want to hear from this person, this person, and this person using their names and say, Ashley, could let's take a moment just to remind ourselves, what are, your, what are you responsible for over the next week? What are the actions that you're going to be taking? What does progress need to look like for you over the next few weeks? Is there anything that you can think of that might get in your way and stop you from achieving those tasks? Like, so how do we remove any obstacles and problems might come along. What does support look like for you? If you're getting off track, what does that conversation look like? And if you get a sense that you're not going to be able to achieve the work in the time that you said you would, it'd be good for you to let everybody know what's going on with you so we can provide you with help. So this is like a good example of a coaching conversation that can happen at the end of your sessions. We want to check in on anyone that has responsibilities, to-dos, actions, things that need to get done is to go back to each person and get them to articulate their accountability to the group for the work that they're going to do, but taking them through a conversation. What are your actions? What could possibly stop you from achieving them? How do we solve those? What does support look like for me? If you're, going, and if you're getting off track, what does that conversation look like? So let's do a quick summary on the things that we've covered today. A slightly longer episode than normal. But I wanted to give you as much as I could to help you see the different types of endings that you can have with client relationships. And hopefully what you're seeing here is that, wow, there is quite a lot here. Why am I not doing this? Why do I just end my calls whenever they finish? 
why am I not taking the time to do this? So my challenge to you is to think about all the different things that I've given you today and think really deliberately about the time that you need and the questions you're going to ask to make sure that you have really nice endings on your calls so you can finish them up really nicely and have the client set up for success in the next part of that journey. And if it is the final session that you're having with a client, that you're sending them off on the way, feeling good about all the work that we've done together. And just keep in mind, like this is, again, the, the, the area that I shine a light on when I'm looking at client-facing professional calls or sales calls or coaching calls is I'm looking at the first five minutes and the last five minutes because I know that the feedback that I need to give the person is going to be in that area almost always. That's where the real nuggets are of, where the, of the work that we really need to do. So if you wanted to take this even one step further, start recording your calls and get your peers and colleagues to give you feedback on your first five and your last five. Are my beginnings as strong as my endings? As always, I'm really interested in how you're putting all of this to work. How are you using these questions? What kind of values it bring into you? How are your clients benefiting from you improving with your communication? I'd love for you to get in touch with me. You can find all my details in the show notes. Send me a note, send me a message. Let me know what you're working on, how, how valuable it all is and what you're doing with it. And even if you've got any questions for me, so oftentimes the thing that people come to me with are professional communication challenges that they're having and looking for some advice and guidance. And I'd love to help you with that sort of thing too. So get in touch, communicate with me, let me know what's going on. And if you really want to dive in and get closer to this work that we're doing here, come and join the free community. Come and join it, get involved in these discussions. I'd love to hear from you. And I'll see you next week on the Authoritative Coaching Podcast.